Welcome, everybody, to the Friar Talk podcast. Today, we are going to be recapping a, a big-time sweep over the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, Padres came in very, very shorthanded and were able to complete a sweep, and now they're sitting half a game back from the Giants. Uh, they're in second place, and they have the second-best record in the NL. So, overall, in my opinion, it was a huge win. You know, you're pretty shorthanded. You have a lot of guys that are getting called up from AAA and are starting games. Um, and then you have a lot of guys step up and really come up big time. You had Austin Nola, who I think was the, the player of the series, when you kind of look at his overall numbers. And he was struggling and completely turned around his season. Uh, you had Young Kim, who gets put in to play shortstop, makes some absolutely fantastic plays defensively, has a home run, you know, draws a couple walks. But overall, just a really good series by a lot of ball, ball, ball players on this team. And I'll, I'll let you start out, Isaac, but what do you think, man? What was just your overall thoughts on, on this kind of series? It's a really good series when you win with, you know, a couple of AAA guys. You're missing your superstar player, and then you're missing, you know, Eric Hosmer, who's also key. He's been a really key component in bringing in a lot of runs. Uh, Will Myers, we obviously know, is one of the biggest power bats in our lineups. And then Jerickson Profar has been – he's kind of been a constant getting on base, getting – he's kind of like a – the player you think of, get him in, like get him on, get him over, get him in. He's been that kind of guy. But really good series. I think Matt and I were both on board with winning one game would be cool, but getting the sweep was absolutely something I did not expect. Really stellar hitting. The hitting is something I did not expect. Very great hitting. Um, I think a guy that you know needs to be mentioned absolutely is Trent Grisham. Ends this series batting 301. Had an amazing play in the first inning of yesterday that probably saved two runs. And what was kind of starting to look like a rocky outing for Ryan Weathers, but luckily Ryan Weathers settled down. And Weathers in the Met piggyback is, you know, looking really good. And I'm really on board with it, you know, giving us some really good quality starts together. And uh, overall, just a really good series. Very happy with the outcome. And I think this might this might lead to a nice hot streak for the Padres. Yeah, no, I mean, you're talking about this series and, you know, you know this Lamette coming in second. And then you have Miguel Diaz who comes in after Paddock too. Like that kind of combination has been something that we, we kind of talked about it potentially happening earlier on this year. And we didn't really expect the Padres to go with that. But I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I think it's a really good tactic. I think that maybe if we see McKenzie Gore called up that that's what they'll do with him. Maybe he comes in after Chris Paddock. I mean, that would be kind of a nasty combo. Um, also love when it's righty lefty too, just cause you kind of get a different feel for it. Uh, cause you know, Ryan Weathers and Nelson Lament win in very different ways. And I, I just kind of like that. And then if you have Chris Paddock and Mackenzie Gore, same kind of thing there. So, I mean, and Miguel Diaz, not to, not to say anything bad on him. I mean, he's done a great job doing it. I don't think he's allowed to run yet this year in a couple outings where he's come in and pitched a few innings and, and looked really good. But, um, you also, we, we brought up, uh, we didn't really bring up much about the Friday's game, but Friday, you had Joe Musgrove come in there, get out of a couple tough jams, doesn't allow a run. And then you had Machado who came up with a couple clutch hits. Um, I think the the biggest thing about this series was probably just the patience on offense. I think there was a, a record set at Petco Park. So that was huge, a, a walk record. And besides that, I mean, last, last night uh, on the Sunday Night Baseball game, you had two guys get walked in. And you don't see that much. The... Matt Vaskersian and, and that like broadcasting crew was talking a lot about how patient the Padres lineup is and how they're probably the most patient lineup. And then they generate the most hard contact. And we've definitely been frustrated, you know, when they let fastballs go down the middle, but if they start connecting on those fastballs, that's where it looks completely different. So overall, I, I'm, I'm very, very happy with this series. Yeah. You know, with that whole, you know, being patient at the plate, hard hit contact, well, they're making that much hard hit contact because they're, 
really waiting on their pitch. You know, we do see a lot of fastball. We were seeing a lot of fastballs go by. I didn't really see a lot of fastballs go by this past series. But they're just getting their pitch and they're taking advantage of it, especially this series. We saw Austin Nola made some really great contact, had a really good series. Manny brought in a lot of RBIs, had a good series. Uh, Trent Grisham, I brought up, had a really good series. Dude, even Tommy Pham had a pretty good series. So that's a W to me. And credit to Tommy Pham. You know, they put him in the cleanup spot and not exactly the guy we want to see at cleanup. And he didn't do an amazing job, but he did it. He did a good job there, you know, especially considering the circumstances. Um, he was okay and he played he played good defense. So, uh, but just really credit to the whole, the whole, you know, Padres lineup, the whole Padres pitching staff, because everyone came in this series knowing how shorthanded we were. And we were, we were able to get out of the, out of there with a, with a series win. Just remember, the Cardinals had the second best, uh, I think it was the second best record in the NL before we played them. And then, you know, we sweep them with without all of our guys. Now we have the second best record in the NL. So really big series win, you know, coming into Colorado, who we just faced. And we we handled pretty good. Took the series two to one, I believe, if I remember correctly, two to one. And uh, hopefully we can we can maybe even sweep them, too. That'd be nice. Yeah, and you, we were kind of talking about this a while back. I want to say like last week, and we were saying, hey, look, you know, the OPS is really down. I remember it was at like 27, I want to say. It's up to 19th. The ER, the ERA is still first in the league. I mean, the stolen bases, they're like 12 or 13 above the second-place team. You see that aggressiveness on the base pass really playing, helping a lot. And I, I think that we're just kind of starting to see like who this team is. They're going to generate a lot of walks. Their offense is going to be kind of up and down but they're going to have consistent pitching and the pitching is going to be fantastic. And even with the pitching staff, they have a team two, eight, six ERA and they've dealt with a ton of injuries early on. So that's something I'm really excited to see is, and then also, I don't know if you saw, but I, I know someone in our, that was listening, one of the listeners commented like, Hey, did you hear what Tingler said about Gore? And basically it sounded like if he gets more consistency, he's going to be called up probably relatively soon. And we were talking about that too. So you potentially have Gore maybe coming in if he's looking good. And you're just going to have a lot of guys like being able to produce from a pitching standpoint. So how much better do you think this pitching staff can be? I mean, it's already been the best in the league, but how much better do you think it can be? Yeah, we're we're first in the league in ERA, and that's with Blake Snell looking the way he has. He hasn't exactly looked like the Blake Snell we know. You Darvish has been stellar. I just need to bring that up. I think everyone knows that you Darvish has been our guy. He's been He's been by far our best pitcher. And I, I definitely think we're going to expect that out of you the entire season. Um, Joe Musgrove has been he, – he had a couple rocky starts, but, you know, he's been a good pitcher. I think his ERA is still below – it's still sitting around three-something. So he's, he's doing really well. And then, obviously, we're seeing Chris Paddock is starting to, you know, get into the Chris Paddock that we wanted. Maybe we'll never get the Chris Paddock, the ace Chris Paddock that we all wanted. But I think Chris Paddock is 4-5 is going to be really good. And then we got the Weathers Lamette piggyback, which we brought up earlier. Is I'm in love with it. I really think it's a really good it's a really good thing to keep, you know, Weathers came out of the, the Arizona game unhealthy. So keeping uh, Weathers and Lamette at three innings each, it's, it's going to be key for their health because we need them down the road. They're going to be two really good uh two really like key arms in our in our rotation but it can get a lot better and we're already first and and if, if Blake Snell Joe Musgrove you know everyone everyone except for you because you's already doing really good if everyone starts you know um especially Blake if he starts giving us some quality starts I think you know the sky's the ceiling for this rotation and we could absolutely see ourselves statistically and on paper being the best rotation in baseball yeah and then you look at the bullpen too Melanson has been 
completely lights out. He's right right now. He has the most saves in the league from a for out of any of the closers. I think by three he has fourteen. I think number two is eleven. And then we we brought up a lot of injuries. Kello's been out for a while. You know he came back and then allows a home run and then gets called out really quickly. Um, Pomeranz has been out. So there's a lot of guys that are going to be coming in and really helping out this team. And also we should expect there to be a couple trades that kind of you know makes this pitching staff even stronger around the deadline. And also a lot of listeners are kind of asking like, hey. You guys should do some stuff about the trade deadline. We'll absolutely get to that. But just like we don't really know who they, they've been targeting yet. But when we kind of find out that, we'll, we'll go there. But I think that's going to do it for recapping this series. So then moving on to the Colorado Rockies series, it's going to be a three-game series in San Diego. The Padres have Udarvis slated to pitch today. Uh, tomorrow, Blake Snell's out there. And then Wednesday, it's Joe Musgrove. So you got the one, two, three. And let, let's just start with a hypothetical. If the Padres sweep, is this when they really get going this year? Because they looked good against the Rockies last time out, almost got the sweep in Colorado. But now this, it looks like they're kind of getting a little bit hot. Maybe we see Fernando Tatis, Will Myers, Profar, Hosmer, all those guys come back. I mean, we don't know exactly when that's going to be. But it could be during the series. Maybe that happens today. But Isaac, if that happens, is this where the Padres just kind of take off and, and, and really get like the winning streak going? The Padres are playing some really good baseball right now. Really, ever since that Dodgers series, other than the the Giants series that we lost, they've been playing, you know, way better than that than before the Dodgers series. And uh, you know, this is kind of what we expected from them. But we saw last year they went on a really hot streak at one point. And I think uh, if we win this series, even two to one, I, maybe not sweep. It's really hard to win six games in a row. But I think if we if we can win two to one. You know, this is when the Padres, the Padres are really going to start to get going. You know, we have a lot of depth. We have a lot of star players out right now. So the depth of this team is really showing, like, how good this team can be, even without the stars. It's really good to see. I don't know if Fernando will be back. I don't know if Will will be back either. I don't really know anything about the health and safety protocols. I know I think it has to be at least 10 days. I'm not entirely sure, but I think Hosmer and Profar I think they can come back a little earlier than them. So hopefully we see them back. You know, I expect, I always expect really good things out of Darvish. It's just come at this point to be, you know, something I expect a really good quality start, six or seven innings, maybe five and two thirds if if he's kind of up there in pitch count. But, you know, I, I think this series, we really need to see Blake Snell come around. I think that's going to be the most important part of this series, uh, you know, and it's against the same team that he pitched against last time. So hopefully he has their number this time and, we see at least five. I, honestly, at this point, I'm cool with five innings because six is kind of pushing it right now. So hopefully yeah, and, we see some and if you get now. and I think if you get five, you kind of get that feeling of hey, you know, I I went out there earned a win. If he goes five scoreless, I think that you should expect them to to beat the the Rockies on Tuesday. If you go five innings, even they score one or two runs, and and uh, you know that's the case. I still think that the Padres should win that game, and I think. You know, getting getting another another W in the win column, I think that's a big deal. You know, going to being two and zero as a starter, where at least you know your record's looking good and kind of building up some confidence to kind of because it seems like there's a ton of pressure on Blake Snell to kind of be that guy to go a lot longer. And and we've talked about it, um, and and a lot of the people in the comments last time around were saying like, hey, yeah, it looks like he's trying like to strike out every single guy opposed to just getting that weak contact. So if we see some of that, maybe his strikeout numbers go down. That's that's totally fine. They're they're kind of absurd right now. So if they kind of go down, he starts being able to pitch longer in the games. Um, but even if that's not like initially what happens, but kind of just to slowly build some confidence in him, because he's the he's the reigning Cy Young winner. You know, like this is a guy that's an that can be absolutely dominant. We've seen him dominant in in postseason baseball, so I'm all for it. Um, but from a hitter standpoint, 
you know, who, who's a guy that you think is going to break out or who's the guy that's going to carry the offense this series? I got to go with Trent Grisham. You know, he had a really good series against the Cardinals. He's playing some really good baseball right now. And it's easy to go with like, especially with the stars out, it's really easy to go with Manny like I did last series. And he produced a lot of RBIs. So I think this series we need to see, uh, he's probably going to be lead off. So he's probably not going to get a ton of RBI opportunities, but for him, just being able to get on and let let Manny and whoever's batting cleanup, probably Tommy Pham, to be honest, um, whoever's batting cleanup, you know, let them let them do the rest of the work. So it's really going to be really important to get Trent Grisham, uh, keep him hot, keep getting keep getting on, keep playing great defense, and I think that's what we're going to see because I've really come to expect really good things at Trent Grisham. We made a segment on him when he came back and just really talking about how hype we were for him. He's really showing, he's really proving us right because he, he's a great ball player, really. Yeah, I definitely like that. I mean, Trent, Trent's hitting over 300, 869 OPS right now, and he's been he's been a star for the Padres. And I don't know if you know this, but I think it's, and I, this was like a week ago, and I'm, I'm sure it's, it's probably gone up since then. But in terms of war, he's been a top 10 player since the start of the 2020 season. So, don't don't discount what discount what he's doing. Like he is playing phenomenal baseball. Uh, last last series, you know, on that Sunday night game, he only goes one for five, but his hit is an RBI double, which you know there was a it was misplayed in the outfield. But even if he goes zero for five, he makes a, a massive diving catch in the first inning that that saves two runs. So like he's still impacting the game even if he's not hitting. And that that's just he's turning into he, he looks like a star. He has seven selling bases. You know, he's he's doing it all. He's looking like a five tool player. So love to see that from Trent. And if I mean, if he keeps it up, he's going to he's going to get a massive contract, too. Like, that's the thing. Like, th- th- there's going to be a lot of guys on this team that are going to start having to get paid. And and that's a good problem to have if, if you're especially if you're the Padres when you didn't really have anyone to pay for the last 10 years or so. So definitely like that. Um, but I'm going to go with Austin Nola. Dude heated up last season, last uh, series a lot looked fantastic and i know we've seen fam and clean up what is it like three or four days in a row now but i think that nola's is a guy that should be hitting cleanup he shows that he can get the big hits he goes you know when it's time to hit a ball in the gap he hits a ball in the gap and he's just been tearing the cover off the baseball so i hope that they put him there at cleanup after either machado or cronenworth whichever whoever goes two and three and i think that he has a chance to you know have a really big series again because we've seen how great of a hitter is he is. He can hit 300 for the duration of a season, so I'm going with him. Um, but, you know, we're just doing a quick quick uh, preview right here, so I think that's going to probably do it for this little segment. But if you're listening, make sure to come back. We're going to be having Ryan Cohen on, who's, who's pretty big in the Padres fan base, but we're going to have him on, and we're going to kind of do quarter-season grades. So make sure to check that out. That'll probably be out tomorrow. But – want to say thanks everyone for listening. If this is your first time checking us out, usually we do like 10 to 15 minute recaps and previews with a couple other segments throughout the, the time, but we just had to get on here really quick to do this, but thanks everyone for listening and we will talk to you guys soon and make sure to check out those quarter grades when those come out as well.